Hi, welcome to Mare Studies. I'm one of your hosts, Jill. And I'm your other host, Lucas. Hey, I got to introduce myself this time. You're welcome. So exciting. Welcome to episode 21. You're like screaming. <laughs> I'm so happy today. This uh, reminds me of our first podcast where you opened your mouth and you sounded like a news anchor and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, breaking news. Have you, could you imagine that we're on episode 21 already? No, I'm so excited. We were just talking about how it's almost our six month anniversary. Almost time for this the story podcast, you've been teasing for forever. We're going to have Amy back and tell the story of when I met John Mayer in Las Vegas and I can't wait to share everything tiny detail i'm equally excited four hour podcast no two parts two four hour podcasts. no <laughs> if you can't tell that story in 45 minutes it's not a story that needs to be told <gasps> 45 minutes yes i'll talk because i'm gonna have very little to, to add yeah you'll just be like laughing and judging me like True. my outfit choices oh okay it was i don't know i understand it was, it was a time and place four yeah, uh -huh. yeah. But you know what? I'm gonna start. I want to start talking about it. So let's let's so digress. Coming up. All What's right. the song, Lucas? Today is my choice. I chose a song. It's funny that I started this off like super happy and oh, everything. Is that why you're so wound up? This song just makes me happy. I like it. This song is bigger than my body. Um, from Heavier Things, the first single off Heavier Things. But now I'm getting two into song bio, so I'm gonna pause mm -hmm. so you can talk about the really exciting <gasps> oh, yes. news right. that you heard today. Well, okay, but it's not news when this airs. This airs on Monday. So maybe they don't know. So I wouldn't yesterday... have known if you hadn't sent it to me. <laughs> so today is Wednesday. So the news today is that John posted that for his Montana show, it's the last one, mm -hmm. and it's his solo one, so it's the one I planned on purchasing the streaming or donating. Mm -hmm. And watching, he's playing. I threw my pen dramatically, by the way. He's playing the Born and Raised album in order, the whole thing in its entirety. I just, I'm devastated. I'm not there. I am so upset. Is my favorite album, and I'm trying not to be greedy because I got to see him do that with Continuum. That's awesome. And I got to see the two set show, and it was the Search for Everything tour. It was opening act, right. John Mayer, if you will, and then a break, an intermission, and then some more John Mayer. So to get the best of both worlds, a whole album intact mm -hmm. in its entirety, and then just like a concert. Right. How can I complain? I'll tell you how. This way. I'm so mad I'm not in Montana. <laughs> Well, see, you got to see Continuum with a band, so that's my thing. Like, I'm not as pumped for it as you are, mm -hmm. because, like, Solo John oh, is great, okay. but doesn't speak to me in the same way that John with a band does. And I see your point, mm -hmm. but I think the vibes in Montana and the casualness and Walt Grace and some of the songs on there kind of acoustic alone without other instruments, I think, make sense. Mm -hmm. So I see your point, but I also see mine. Yeah, for sure. Now, more about Montana. For the love of God, the photos. I stopped sending them to you. It's just a never-ending barrage of handsome photos. Yeah. On a different note, I would like to talk about... <laughs> Did you already see my notes? No. Uh, it says Lucas Show. <laughs> oh. I would like to talk about an emo show that I went to. Oh, yeah. It was at the Vault in Redlands, and my friend Lucas was the drummer. He was. And I was so impressed with Lucas when we just started the podcast, mm -hmm. and I went and saw you and your band play, and this wasn't that band. This was, this was a different group. A yeah. random assortment of very talented artists. Some everywhere. I'm just playing with everybody. Literally. Yeah. Like a, let's say musical horror, but that's rude. Hey, yeah, I'll take it, yeah. <laughs> a band horror. Um, so, yeah, it was phenomenal. Oh, thank you. And I was so proud of you. Oh, thank you. And all my friends are really proud of you. And I was like, I felt really cool that I got to say I knew you and took a photo with you. Yeah. So I want to share with everyone that you did a great job. Thank you so much. That's very sweet of you. It was such a fun night. It was super. It was really fun. Wherever you're listening from, 
if they have an emo night at your local bar, <laughs> I, I you don't realize how many emo songs you like until you go to emo night. Yeah, that was that was great. Well, thank you, thank you. That's very kind of you. Yeah. Now, song bio, I guess. All right. Uh, Bigger Than My Body, very first single off Heavier Things. This is our third trip back to Heavier Things. We first did um, uh, Split Screen Sadness was our first Heavier Things song. Then Why I, did we do that song? Was that my choice? Or it's either your choice or the fan choice because it wasn't my choice. Okay, go ahead. Then last time it was up, my choice was up, I chose the song off Heavier Things. I chose Daughters. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm coming back. <laughs> like you have, you keep doing Born and Raised songs, right. apparently I'm doing Heavier Things songs. Um, for, for Bigger Than My Body. And the story for this was really, I was like getting ready for last week's episode. And I was like, what song am I going to do? Listening to them. And there's a song, some songs are interesting, whatever. But when I put this song on, I just got happy. Mm-hmm. The song just makes me happy. And I actually had considered this as one of the, the a possible, like, very first episode song. Oh. Um, because I like it so much. And mm-hmm. it's so, it took me long enough to come back around and do it, but I'm excited to do it. Uh, like I said, first single off Heavier Things. This, oh, that's the song being, so I'll save that. Uh, David LaBriere <laughs> is playing bass. Matt Chamberlain is playing drums on this song. Okay. Which is great. This is the first song we've covered that Matt Chamberlain plays on. That doesn't mean anything to you, but Matt Chamberlain is a phenomenal drummer, played on a ton of pop hits in the late 90s, early 2000s. Wait, how is this the first time we've talked about him then if we've done songs from Heavier Things? Because on this album, he has a bunch of different drummers playing different songs. Yeah. So, uh, unlike any other song, this is any other album, this is the album that's most split up with like different groups of people playing on different stuff. All right. Yeah. Questlove is even on the song. Oh, I like him. Yep. Uh, yeah, and that's it. There's a single. Actually, it was released as a single. Here's the interesting thing. You may not know this because I didn't know this. Oh, I know everything. So this was back in the days when the singles were actual singles, mm-hmm. right? Because this is forever ago. And so on the CD single was three tracks. The first track was Bigger Than My Body, mm-hmm. Obvi. The second track was John Mayer doing a cover of the Radiohead song, Kid A. Yeah, I did not know that. Which I've never heard and now have to track down. Wow, that just blew my mind. Yeah. And what was the third song? An unreleased John Mayer song. What? What's yes, happening right that's now? No, that was, that's not on any album. Is it a hotel bathroom floor song? Because people really want us to cover that. No, it's like called un, it's like Untracing or something like that oh. is the name of the song. I'm going to do some research on that. Yeah, so this. I had no idea that either of those two songs existed until I did hmm. the research for that. So nice. there you go. Fun fact. Yep. All right, which, well, I guess we're talking about uh, versions, versions of the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a music video for the song. Yeah. I, I was expecting that flat response, and here's why I'm expecting that flat response. Okay, interesting. A, the video is not very interesting. No. It's pretty boring. Yeah. B, that is, it features the all-time worst John Mayer hair. That is not my issue with the video. Really? But it is not my favorite hair. I watched that video and I was like, oh, you're going to hate it because yeah. that is the all-time worst John Mayer hair. I mean, I chalk that hair up to a time and place. Yeah, it looks like emo hair, right? It's like a the, little it's bit, the brush yeah. Board. Yeah, it's like the Bieber, you know, the first Bieber haircut. And his hair on the cover of that album is like that. Yeah. And his hair when I met him and have a photo with him is, is a little bit like that. Mm. So it doesn't bother me probably because... You it's more a memory. Yeah. yeah. What bothers me about the video isn't bother me. I guess it was being nitpicky. I had I didn't remember it real. I remember mm-hmm. there was like a wall of speakers. Mm-hmm. It's that if John Mayer was playing music and levitating off the ground, right? I feel like people would have seen him as they walked by. Do I understand? It's a metaphor. Sure. 
does it still bother me? Yes, because the random hot chick in a tank top sees mm-hmm. him. Why is she the only one who sees him? And then stops and stares at him. He's like, well, I have to go to the speaker now with everybody else. And I just, I don't, I didn't get it. Because hot girls always know where John Mayer is. <laughs> they really do. They can always <laughs> find him. Yeah. Oh, and then I also wanted to say that the crowd was really smushed together and it was as crowded as your emo show. Oh my where gosh. I couldn't it was breathe. So, <laughs> so, yes. So we reached capacity. We sold the place out before uh, we started playing. When my daughter tried to come in, yeah, I there, was already inside. There was even after they closed the doors, there was still a line around the block, and people waited in line for like an hour or something to get and in. And we it looked at you cool. while you played instruments. You did. You even uh, cast even uh, held up a sign. A, uh, yeah, made a sign. It was it was cute. I saw it the first time she did it, and then he did it again, and like yeah. we made eye contact. She was gonna do it all night till you oh. made you yeah got acknowledged. So yeah, her nice. battery on her phone was gonna die. So anyways, those were some of my issues with the video. Uh-huh. What do you think of the video? Uh, the the video is not memorable. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's just it is. You know. Which is a shame because it's a great song. It is a great song. I feel song. like they could have done a lot more with it. No offense to the director, John, whoever's artistic vision it was, this one just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's how videos were on TR all that month, just kind of bland. Not everyone's a hit. Not it everyone's... has like a tone, like a filter, like you'd use mm-hmm. on uh, Instagram. Like a sort of blue. Yeah, all the tones. colors are weird. Not every video can be Queen of California, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, that's not my most favorite video. Oh, I, I really like Queen of California. It's a good video. one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he also did the song live, as with all John Mayer songs, yeah. his live versions. It's on the As Is, a couple of the As Is recordings. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find it. That's it. Okay, so let's get into the song Meaning. I think you should kick it off since you picked the song. Okay. Um, I. Well, actually, I should go last because I know exactly okay. what the song Meaning is because John's made a very long speech about it so okay i didn't find that yeah my my mind was blown okay because first of all i love the song sing it all the time mm-hmm. you know whatevs it's about being destined for more being underestimated maybe and then i was like oh my god mm-hmm. it has the word body in it yes he's bigger than his body he's saying he is bigger than the song my body is a wonderland there is more to me than my body is a wonderland you clowns that's not even the best of me how have i gone this why am i clapping how have i gone this many years mm-hmm. and never known that did he is that what he said in his speech because i'm livid at myself for, so this was years ago and i just caught on i saw this theory on the internet as Ooh, well in my research it's not real uh, that is not what he wrote the song about. Yes, no. it is. Yes, it is. He this put is... it in there. He mixed it in like some salt. Okay, so this is a perfect time to bring up this quote. I almost sent it to you earlier, but like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to talk about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with Oasis? And don't get mad at me when I say this. Yes, I, just don't I know. know who Oasis okay. is. So, I listen to music. <laughs> okay, okay. So Noel Gallagher recently came out with this quote. Mm-hmm. He was talking about Don't Look Back in Anger, which okay. is a song that he wrote. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, we go to these shows and the audience will be singing it and loving it. He's like, I was so high on drugs when I wrote that song, I have no idea what it's about. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's just random words to me, like stand beside the fireplace. What does that even mean? Yeah. And I, up on stage and we're playing it and I see people in the audience absolutely like arms around each other singing mm-hmm. it so passionate. And I want to ask them like, what does, does this song mean? mean to you? Because I don't, I'm lost. I don't yeah. know what it means, you know? And it's that idea of, the reason I tell that story is it's the idea of the audience bringing more to the song yeah. than the singer may have originally intended, right? Mm-hmm. There's a great Pearl Jam story also about that, about the song Alive and how it meant something for, to Eddie Vedder when he wrote it. And then after hearing the audience sing it for 20 years, Changed. now it means another thing to yeah, him, right? Yeah, sure. Um, and so this theory... Mm-hmm 
is one of those things that yeah. it's people bringing more to it than the artist intended it. And that doesn't mean it's not invalid. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to invalidate your feelings. No, it's fine now. I just don't feel like a clown all these years for not catching on. Yeah, but it is that was not what... John didn't have that in his head when he wrote it. At least in the beats that I have of him talking about it, he, he doesn't reference I'm that. I'm going to argue that subconsciously... It could absolutely have been a subconscious thing, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Okay, well, what else do you want to say about the meaning then? Well, I think there are some people who I saw when I was looking around read it incredibly literally. Oh. Like he's learning how to fly, like as a pilot. And I thought that was a weird take, but I wanted to like acknowledge that that is a take that exists. What? Someday I'll fly, someday I'll soar, and that like being a pilot would He's be... not Tom Cruise. I think he's good with the music thing. <laughs> right. I just I thought that was a strange take, but I want to put it out there that okay. I guess if you want to read it that way, maybe I'll tangle in the power lines and it'll be over a second. That could, yeah. You could read that literally as him flying in a plane. You you could do that. Yeah. So that is a, a possible reading. It's not an insane reading. It's not a probable mm-hmm. reading, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've always seen it as is uh, just my own reading of it is like I'm more than this. You haven't seen the best of me yet. Yeah. You know. Yeah. As Lin Manuel Miranda would say, "Just you wait." Just you wait. Just you wait. Yes. Um, and so let me read to you what John actually said. It's a rather lengthy quote here, but I think it's really great. Um, so give you a little context. He wrote this song after going to see Coldplay live. Okay. He saw Coldplay live and he was just blown away. He thought they were so great. And I didn't he, see that coming. Yeah. Um, so here's what he said. He said, I was trying to explain that feeling you get when you listen to really great music. I remember saying to somebody, it's like wanting to be bigger than your own body and wanting to get out. That's what good music is. That's what Pearl Jam did for me when I was in high school. And that's what Stevie Ray Vaughan did to me in college. It just makes you go, why can't I get this out? I'm not as good as that and I want to be. I started a song that really made me feel that again, and so that song is called Bigger Than My Body. Everybody thinks that after winning a Grammy and selling a buttload of records, you've arrived. It's like, oh, you made it. Oh, go go be John. You're in orbit. Uh, But that really is off of one record. It's like, no, hold a minute. I don't feel at all like I've gotten to where I'm going to get to. And it's a feeling that all artists have when they listen to other artists' music. They go, I'm nowhere. And Bigger Than My Body is all about not being close to the mark. Sometimes that the most frustrating thing as an artist is not hitting the mark and having everybody around you going, target hit, you got it, you got it. And sometimes it's just about trying to get even more on target. I feel like this record for me is where I am at the moment a lot more on target. Wow, that John can give a lengthy quote. He really can, can't he? <laughs> so that's for him. That was him describing what the song is about. Is this... He doesn't mention your body is a wonderland anywhere no. there. It's the idea of hearing music that is so great and wanting to do that. I want to put up music that is that great. I want to do something that's bigger than where I am now. I know I'm capable of it. Yeah. Why haven't I done it yet? You know. So a couple things I want to say in response. Yeah. One. I've been to a Pearl Jam concert. Yes, you have. Which is a fun fact if you know what my first concert was, which I will not be saying on this podcast. (laughs) Two, I think that the song is very hopeful and Mm -hmm. joyful, Mm -hmm. and that's one of the reasons I enjoy it so much. And so at least that part of my theory checked out. Right. And uh, that's it. All right. Anything else from you on... I think that was a lot on song meaning. I think we're safe to move on to favorite lyric. Yeah, definitely. And and I think that is all over the lyrics, right? It's Mm -hmm. all... The song is very much about... I want to get to a place that is greater than where I am now. Yeah. Um, 
So do you have a particular favorite lyric in the song? Anything that speaks to you? I do. It's going to be kind of basic, but it's someday I'll fly, someday I'll soar, someday I'll be something much more. I mean, if you take that in the song, it's beautiful. If you take it out, what? So do you think the lyric is something much more? Yeah, isn't it? Sorry, I didn't mean to hit your hand no, away from okay. my paper. That's not what I think the lyric is. That's and I've what seen, it says on my paper. I've seen it two different ways. Something I, much more. I Some, think the yeah. lyric is so damn much more. Okay, I think he says it one time. Okay. And then I think up at the top it's something. Oh, okay. I think at the end he's like, put emphasis on yeah. this. But I didn't really. I've, I've always I've always wondered about that. I looked it up in Genius. Genius says so damn much more. But almost Both times? Ev- but only, I, I, know, I can't say for sure that I went through every, every time. And almost every other place I found said something much more. Mm-hmm. So I, w- you could be right. It could be he alternates between them. What happened was I cut off the end because it didn't fit on my paper and uh-huh. I didn't want to waste a tree. Right. And so I can't look to see what you oh, said. I do the same thing. Yeah, because it gets a little repetitive once, yeah, at the end. Once I have the lyrics. No, I know he says enough. damn more okay. in it somewhere. But okay. he, I don't think he says it all the time. So I think the lyric is accurate both ways. All right. Well, that all makes right. sense. Right? What is your favorite lyric? Uh, I, I, like, I like actually like a lot of this song. Um, I would say I like the beginning of verse two. Why is it not the time? Mm. What is there more to learn? Yeah. When you feel like I'm so ready for this. Can I tell you something? Yes. I thought it was why does the motor run? <laughs> okay. I, I was like, oh, no, his way makes more sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've definitely been there. I don't think I'm there now. I think mm-hmm. I've, I've come to realize in my old age that mm-hmm. there's an infinite amount to learn. Yeah. And I've also come to trust that, not to get like spiritual or new agey or whatever, but that like when you're ready for stuff, mm-hmm. not when you think you're ready, but when you're really ready for stuff, that's when stuff will open up and doors will open up for you. Right. Um, and... So if, if it's like, for me now, if it's like, what is there more to learn? Oh, there's infinitely more to learn. There's yeah. so much more. I have, there's so much more I can get better at as a drummer. Mm-hmm. And I'm always working to get better at Why is it not the time? Because I, apparently I'm not ready yet. Right. And the universe isn't going to give it to me until, I, until I'm ready for it. So. Right. I have a question for you because I was going to say how much I like the line, while I'm waiting for my fears to dry. That's not the lyric at all. But here at the end of the, it says waiting for my fuse to dry, it's which is what I always thought it was. Yeah my fears to dry that doesn't even make sense what are they paint yeah i don't know where i'm getting these lyrics yeah the internet first you google some of the songs you get the wrong lyrics well we we've learned that i've seen that a couple times that's why i went to genius because genius i trust um i just need to get out my old cd and open the book the, the i only notes. trust john i only trust john <laughs> um yeah but i see his lyrics wrong all over the place yeah um i also really like the bridge Maybe I'll tangle in the power lines, and mm. it might be over in a second's time. Now, I don't agree with this part, but I'll gladly go down in a, in a flame if the flames would take to remember my name. That's not my ethos at right. all. But I, I understand would, that as somebody's worldview. I would argue it doesn't really even match the song. I think So this song is about ambition. So, of course, like, it's Icarus, right? You have this, these ambitions. You fly too close to the sun. Mm-hmm. I get that. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just would say that it's like so hopeful and someday I'll fly and I'm going to soar and it's going to be great. And oh yeah, by the way, I want people to remember my name so I might crash and burn. I'm cool with that. Well, doesn't add up to the overall message of the song is my hot take. It does for me because like I said, this song is all about that ambition and mm-hmm. I'm so ambitious and I'm going to shoot for this thing. Mm-hmm. That's what matters to me. Not the, the fallout, mm-hmm. which is such a John Mayer thing to think about, especially John Mayer at this time. Like, I'm not worried about the fallout yet. Right. I'm just worried about I'm aiming for this thing. Well, and if it takes me out, 
fine, but yeah. I hit the market. I hit right. the market. <laughs> the target. I hit the target. What were you trying to say to combine it? Mark with an and M. target. Mark and target. Okay. Um, I, I hit feel. The tar- I feel like uh, it was a little prophetic. Yeah. Not musically, but He's we all know what he so did. He's always been so self-aware, right? I know. So you think if you're so self-aware, you would really be able to jump over these potholes that, mm. like, froze at you? That's a terrible analogy. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Uh, so those are, those are my favorite okay. lyrics. So yeah. listener feedback and questions. Yep. 83% of Instagram followers said this is a I Always Play song. 17% said skip. I was surprised... I expect to skip to be like a one-digit percent. This song's really nice. Yeah. You can't take a lot of issue with the song. But I got some DMs that I need to put back. Depends on my mood. But I just felt like that, like I need to push you into answering. Yeah. Because like 30% it depends on my mood. I don't know how we feel about the song anymore. Yeah, I understand the need to push people into answering the actual question that is asked of them. Yeah. Because I have to do that a bit with my co-host sometimes. What are you talking Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I was like, what are you alluding? too okay so let's get into listener feedback some lengthy ones but stick with me i'm actually going to start with anna van tassel okay you know her right i do yes so funny she's the only person who mentioned icarus oh nice and Good you job. said it she's so. an english teacher yeah, yeah twinsies uh but i'll gladly go down in flames if the flames what it takes to remember my name he's willing to be icarus and fly too close to the sun for the sake of his dreams the song came out when i was in high school and i remember listening to this and imagining all of the dreams i had for my life it's such an upbeat song and i love how john ties in illusion to illustrate the enormity of his goals every time i read one of anna's things i just feel smarter She's an incredibly intelligent person. Yeah, you obviously agree with her. Yep. Okay, so (laughs) I was expecting you to say more. Oh, I agree. (laughs) Yeah, what more do you want me to say? I don't know. Uh, Oh, I always butcher this one. Heidi Stroll Romero. I love, oh, I screenshot this one specifically for you. I love this song. I have to agree with Lucas. Yes, you do. Parentheses, which I don't always do. Oh, winky, no. Winky face emoji and parentheses that this song is so happy. Yep. It gives me an instant smile and the lyrics are so optimistic. It's probably one of my favorites to blast in the car. My favorite lyric is someday I'll fly, someday I'll soar. For him, I think it is about getting out of the box that people have put him in, which mm-hmm. I agree with that, and being free to do what he wants musically. I think we can safely say he's accomplished that. For me, this song came out as I was setting out on my career path. He sang it in the first time I saw him live in 2003, and it really resonated with my life at the time. And I think that it's true. It's something I hadn't thought to point out, that he did achieve. I mean, I would, I would imagine even he feels like, okay, I achieved this now. I, so I was thinking about that, listening to that comment. Does he feel that way? Mm-hmm. I don't know if he does. This may not happen for everybody. This may not be how everyone feels. But the way I feel is every time I've reached a new milestone in life, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goal is to do this thing. Mm-hmm. I'll be happy when I've done this thing. Yeah. I've done that thing, mm-hmm. but it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now what about this thing? What's the next step up? What's this next thing I can do? And then I reach that, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, there's like, for me, there's always a next thing. Mm-hmm. And that may not be the case for everybody. And I don't that think might it be, is. And that might be also because not I'm... Not the way you are about it. Well, yeah. It might also be because, like, I'm not John Mayer. Yeah. And maybe if I was at John Mayer's level, I'd if be able to kick John my feet John Mayer, it would be, be like, so cool for me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. John Mayer comes over every Wednesday or Thursday. Right? We podcast. We do a podcast about him. That would be awkward. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, like, yeah, maybe if I'm John Mayer at some point, I kick my feet up and just like, yeah, I did it. He has to think that at this point. He has to. I just don't know. I don't know. I think he's, I would imagine he's in a comfortable place. He's like, I can just make music because I love it, see what's in my heart, but I'm not. That doesn't, so I agree with that. I think mm-hmm. he's in a comfortable place. I don't know that that means that he feels like he's met, hit the mark yet. That he's done everything that he needs to do. That there's not something he's still reaching for. I guess. I mean, I think we all still are moving forward and reaching towards something, like, casually. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Because I'm the opposite. Instead of... Well, my dad has this theory that, like, when you're looking forward to something... Mm-hmm. Like, the John Mayer concert. Mm-hmm. Did I say this before on the podcast? Uh-huh. He told me when I bought tickets to search for everything. And I was going with a friend of his, actually, mm-hmm. who I'd met through him. He said, it's going to be so fun waiting for it and anticipating it. Sometimes that's more fun than the actual thing. And I was like... Yeah, no. <laughs> the concert's going to be the more fun thing. And in that case, he was wrong, but in life, especially because mm-hmm. I plan events, like the leading up to it, the picking what to wear, the convincing right. people to go, and then right. you're at it, and you're just like, God, I'm tired. You don't Talking really about it with it. everybody, like, are you looking forward to it? Are it's going to be so to fun. Yeah. yeah. So I see that. I see that mm-hmm. more that, like, even the things that I'm reaching for, it's kind of like, eh, when I get there, mm-hmm. but I don't need to keep reaching for more. You haven't said that on the podcast. You're thinking that because you and I just had this conversation on the phone. Oh, what do because, you mean? because I was saying that about Emo about Night. About That I've been I was so like, excited <laughs> for you it. You were so happy. Yeah, <laughs> that I was like, uh, it ended up being everything that I wanted. And, it did. But up, up the day of, you were like, are you excited? And I was like, no. I kind of don't want it to come yeah, because I've had so end. much fun looking forward to it. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so at Dr. Abby Kramer, super excited. A doctor follows us. Nice. Love this song. It reminds me of high school slash college, feeling a bit chained down, but knowing the time to soar was coming. And I love that, Dr. Abby Kramer, because you do feel that way, especially with my son being about, well, not about to graduate, but he's going to start school a week ago, but being mm-hmm. in a senior year and knowing these exciting times are coming, and that made me really look at the song differently. Lisa Tweak said, I love this song. The lyrics are very uplifting. John is basically saying, if you say you can, you can, you will. If you say you can, can't, you won't. You guys got the idea. I messed that up. The world is in your hands. What you do with it is up to you. The music matches the song. Very upbeat. And I love that because I very much had, as I hope all parents do, but an attitude with my children. I was like, yeah, no, totally do that. Just try. Mm -hmm. What's the worst that can happen? They say no. And... It turns out most of the time people say yes and want to help you and you can accomplish great things. That There's a quote in Boss Baby. Okay, I didn't see that coming either. This has been a night of firsts. Right? And I'm, I'm not going to get it exactly right, but it's something along the lines of whether you say you can or whether you say you can't, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was probably a quote before Boss Baby. It was, yeah. but like I heard it in Boss Baby. I can't even. Boss Baby. <laughs> Boss Baby was kind of great, actually. Did you watch it? We actually really liked it. Yeah. yeah. All and right. Caden was not little when we watched it. Yeah. We're like, that looks funny. We'll go see that. I'm not little. I'm bigger than my body. You have small children. You would not have seen that on your own. At Leah Pizzeria, amazing, top-notch name. At my old job, it was on the playlist around 5 p.m. when things would slow down, happy memories. And I love a comment like that because I talk about this so much, how memories like Mm -hmm. smell and are a trigger for memories. And... Now I always hear John Mayer and Coles, and I have a very good association with Coles. So yep, it's that's like all your my favorite, favorite spot. At, I don't know, you try. Simone, but with a Z. Sizamone? Yeah. Famarot? 
Sizman Famarat. Yeah, I guess okay. that's but, but probably how I would go with it too. Yeah. At you. Sorry about that. I fell in love with this song when I saw John playing the pre-chorus on the Marecraft Carrier. Mm. The only reason I screenshot that is because I forgot that John Mayer had a cruise and performed Oh, yeah. The Marecraft Carrier. Where was Carrier. I when that was happening? What year was you that? You did not have the, the kind of finances to be going on a cruise, apparently. Uh, no, you probably You were a struggling college student. Well, I don't know if I struggled in college because I lived with my parents. <laughs> but Fair enough. I just wish I would have gone on that as much as I hate boats because I think we discussed before. Pirates, icebergs, right. sharks. I am going on a cruise Salmon. in a couple months. Oh, I'm so sorry. I hope you're going to be okay. No, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, we, if one person gets sick, the whole cruise is getting sick. We've gone on a cruise before, and it was a really good time. Don't get so. COVID. You get trapped on it. Well, I think no one cares about COVID now, because they said you can be vaccinated, unvaccinated. Do what you want, y'all. And it kind of seems to be the way people are going with it. Literally the quote from the CDC. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is all for listener feedback. Let's get into Rate the Song. All right, Jill. This is kind of an interesting one here. I don't mm-hmm. actually know where you're going to go with this. Uh, Jill, is this the John Mayer who sings the quiet songs, or is this the John Mayer who turns the ladies on? See, I feel like you're going to get mad because I'm not going to answer the question. <laughs> so remember that thing earlier? <laughs> yeah, now I remember why you're looking at me so intently. Yeah. I said quiet song because I had to choose one, but really I don't think it's either. Okay. I think it's in its own category and it doesn't fit. However, the internet said 48% quiet song, 52% turns ladies on, which actually is, you know, evidence for my theory that it doesn't, it's not either it's one. It's a tough fit, yeah. Because there should have been a third option on that one. But what do you think? I honestly was thinking about where you're going to go and I had no idea which direction you were going to go. Because you can't go anywhere. It's a great question, just not for this song. So I have a pretty then strong take on this because I do, I am 100% one way. What? I think this is a Turn the Ladies On song. What? No. Yeah. He doesn't even have the cardigan on. What are you talking no, about? No, I think this is a Turn the Ladies On Well, by song. the video, all the ladies ignored him but the one in a tank top. He He's he's saying, like, you like me now. if you like me now or if you don't like me now, don't give up on me because there's more coming. No. I'm going to be bigger. I'm going to be more. He's like, he's like, I'm literally bigger than my body. Stop. Wink, they wink. They can't see your eyes. Wink, wink. First of all. You, that's a and two. No, this is an internal in my hot take. Mm-hmm. Your your take at music, blah blah blah. Everyone has their own opinion. Right. Everyone's right. Um, I disagree. I think this is very much like about him, but like me and how I feel, what I want to do, and while I think John always has his eye on the other prize, which mm-hmm. is. Not even girls. Like, do people like me? Mm-hmm. Do people see that I'm smart? Do people think that I'm funny? Yes. Do people notice my creativity? I don't think that... I think this is more... I mean, I understand. It's like, because he wants to be taken more serious, and mm-hmm. there's more to me that there's that element, like, sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. But really, I just think it's an uplifting internal song that wasn't trying to do one or the other. So I think of the quiet songs as the songs that are more vulnerable. This song isn't it's vulnerable. Fair. This song has a ton of bravado. That's why I say I don't think it's a quiet right? song. It's a, it's a ton of bravado. It's like, hey, everybody, mm-hmm. here I am. I'm going to be something. Confident. Yeah. yeah. That kind of confidence turns the ladies on. I don't know that that's always true. It's true for a lot of them. I mean, when you're John Mayer, it's, it, I mean, to turn the ladies on in general, right. no. Can John Mayer get away with more? Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. I don't really, I can't agree with you because I can't figure out what I think about it. And so. you know what? That's okay. The world isn't going to come to a collapse. Every if time you don't we ag- disagree, yeah. obviously, yeah. that'd be rough. <laughs> That's why there's two of us on this podcast. So no matter which side you take when you're listening, you got someone you can agree with. I feel like there's two of us on this podcast because one person hosting a podcast would just be a person talking to themselves. And that'd be kind of boring. People do it. Really? Yeah. There's podcasts have... with one person? Yeah. I've never listened um, to a podcast. Caden might know this because it's a sports guy. Sports guy, Bamani Jones was doing his own show like for forever. 
Do you have he had guests on though? No, it'd just be like him talking. It was like late night or the right time with Monty Jones. He's got his daytime stuff, but it's like more traditional. Like he's got guests on and does his stuff, but he had his own stuff no. at night. That'd just be like him. He would respond to like social media like, comments like, like and stuff do. like that. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think I love that. It's it is interesting. You gotta like. He's a gifted a speaker, so you gotta really have have the gift to keep that going. I just for some reason can only imagine because you said sports, Stephen A. Smith mm-hmm. having his own podcast, and then he just like yelling at himself. It just oh. seems awkward. Yeah, I'm not a Stephen A. guy. Okay. Um, Jill, how much does this song make you love John Mayer? I'm gonna go with a four out of five because I nice. love an uplifting tune. Yeah. That's hopeful and helps other people feel inspired. Well done, John. Lo- oh shoot! So maybe it is a Turn the Ladies song on. <laughs> oh, see, see. Damn it! Yeah. I'm so confused. I always have an opinion, but I don't. I mean, I have an opinion that I like it, but about the Quiet song. What do yeah. you think for a rating? Oh, this is yeah. This is one of my my favorite songs. This, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know that there's a song in his catalog that engenders more immediate happiness than this one. Yeah. So I'm I'm a big fan. So. Um, Five out of five for me. Five out of five? Five out of five. Yeah, I like Dang. this guy. This, I would like to use like one or two five out of fives. I am, uh, if uh, if nothing else, full of unearned confidence. At least that I project outwardly, even if I don't, if it's not authentic. You're complicated, man. We don't have time yeah. for that in this podcast. I, there's a lot of, uh, as you would say, fake it till you make it in me. Gotta fake it till you make it. That's an underrated thing to do. Yeah, we just had this whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Our te- we think we're texting about it. Um, that yeah, I I definitely come off or attempt to come off as pretty confident mm-hmm. whether I'm feeling it or not. Mm-hmm. So that's what this song is all about. I'm here for it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now that we're into discussion questions, I have something that I've been really wanted to talk about. It's one of the main reasons I wanted to do this song. It just didn't fit anywhere else in the song. Oh, that's right. You were really felt passionately about something, and I, you had to Google it. I really want to talk about his guitar sound. Yeah, and no, I know a lot about guitars. So let's do that. Yeah, because I figured it's gonna be boring for you, and it's, late, it's later <laughs> in the episode, boring. so people got the meat of it. And uh-huh. everything. I'm not gonna dive too deeply into it, okay. but. The sound of this guitar throughout mm-hmm. the entire song is absolutely fantastic to me. Okay. I love it. It's so exciting. The way the guitar line in the bridge makes me want to explode. Wow. It literally is like, it's all that I can handle. Wow. It just like, my insides are just like, oh yes, that just like, this, I'm physically shaking right now listening, thinking about it. That's what happens every time that part comes on. It's just like, oh. It's so great. Really? It's so great. The guitar part in the bridge is so, so great. One of my favorite guitar parts of all time. Ask other people about that. Um, so I was like, but the sound of it is really interesting, especially in the intro. You'll, you'll hear it there. You'll hear it mm-hmm. throughout the song, actually. And so I looked it up. It's a guitar pedal, guitar, guitar multi-effects pedal called the Adrenaline. Okay. Now, the internet is in disagreement about which version of the Adrenaline it is. I think the best I can piece it together is it had to have been Adrenaline 1 mm-hmm. because of the timelines. Okay. Um, it's made by Roger Lynn, which is a name that means nothing to you, but yeah. he was one of the first like drum machine programmers. Okay. Very famous um, uh, drum machine maker. If you watch the behind the scenes, remember that making of New of New Light when they're in the... Mm-hmm. He talk, John Mayer mentions the Lynn drum, okay. which was the drum machine that uh, Roger Lynn made. So this has is like part drum machine, it's part guitar effects pedal, it does a whole bunch of stuff. This was uh, just a preset on the Adrenaline 1 that John played through and liked it. Mm-hmm. Adrenaline 2 came out, they took it off because apparently the feedback they were getting was that nobody liked it, but then 
John Song came out, Adrenaline mm. 3, all of a sudden, is back now as a preset. Interesting. Yes. And if you look up the Adrenaline 3 on YouTube, mm -hmm. the intro video was showing like the different artists who have used the pedal. The very first song they show is... Oh, is that what John... you're listening to? Yeah. Okay. So John uses it on Heartbreak Warfare. Mm -hmm. He uses it, obviously, on this song. He also uses it on I, Can't, I Don't Trust Myself With Loving You. Mm -hmm. Uh, Audio Slave uses it on Like a Stone. Green Day uses it on a Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Uh, it's it, it's really iconic, just very easy to recognize sound. Mm -hmm. It's an arpeggiator, so it's it's pretty cool. I like it. I would say something back, uh -huh. but I can't think of anything. Okay, all right. I just <laughs> wanted to put job. that. Out. Thank you. I just wanted to put that out there for the podcast world. You know, we have a lot of guitar players. Yeah, in, if you're so, a guitar player yeah, and you're trying care. to copy the bigger than my body, you can do it with other effects pedals. If you go to Reddit, there's a bunch of like, here's how you can do it if you have the Line Six, or here's how you can do it if you have this, whatever. But if you get an Adrenaline Three, then it's one of the presets. Okay, um, my discussion question seems stupid. Oh, go for it. Why is he talking about colorblind people? Yeah. And why so is that the open? That is a good question. I don't feel strong about that. I, I had the same issue when going through it. I, always I mean, like I get that this is an IOU. I get everything out from that, yeah. everything below. Uh, this is, I, I, I was trying to make it make sense. What I was thinking of, this is a call to the colorblind. Like, you're not fully living, right? You're seeing, okay. but you're not See, seeing everything. Like seeing everything in black and white, yeah, and just boring, or what yeah, you that's 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 what I was thinking. Like mm -hmm. just like you haven't, you're not fully seeing everything. It's like you ever put those HD glasses on, and apparently you can like really see with them, mm -hmm. or in the way that you probably feel as a vision impaired person, like when you put your glasses. I was like, like going to oh. get offended, and I remember, no, I am visually impaired. I yeah. wear glasses. You talked about it on the podcast. I know someone wrote the nicest message back. Like I get you, girl. Aww. I feel you. Yeah. Um, so I, I think he was trying to get something as that, but I don't, I can't connect that to the rest of the song. It doesn't work for me. I think it's mean to colorblind people. If I was colorblind, he's like, this is all people who wear glasses. I'd be like, what? How dare you? I am apparently color impaired. You are? At least according to my wife. All the time, she's like, I'm like, oh, the blue one. She's like, that's not blue. Or I'll be like, oh, the black one. She's like, that's not black. Like, I... Apparently, Are you serious? Yeah. You're not colorblind, though. I'm you not colorblind. Color. I see the colors. I just apparently don't see shades very well. And there's a whole thing. Maybe you should go to an optometrist. Well, there's a whole thing. If you look it up, that, like, statistically, women do have better color sight than men do. Really? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a real thing. There's, like, biological things going on uh, with rods and cones and the whole nine. Um, so that's why I said, like, I'm not colorblind. I can see all the colors. I just don't differentiate shades, apparently, as well as some other people do. That's really interesting. Yeah. I did not know that about you. That's why everything is so bright on me all the time. Everything is so bold. No. Do you remember when um, there was that thing on the internet and it was a dress and they're like, is it blue? Yeah. And I was getting so mad at people who thought it was the wrong color. Yeah. That was confusing. That was a confusing time. And when they had the same thing, but it was like somebody saying something. And it was like... That was weird. You could hear one thing or you could hear yeah, the other. Yeah, depending on which one you wanted to. Yeah, our brains are pretty incredible. That went off the rails a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so, I wrote something else down, but I don't remember what it means anymore. So, I'm just going to go into next week's song. Okay. Well, unless you have another sketch question. Sorry. Well, I just wanted to say, so, yeah. so this song is about him aiming for some mark that's trying to hit. And mm -hmm. I kind of touched on it as we're going through it. But I was going to ask, how do you feel about that? Do you still feel like there's better yet to come for you? Are you like, yeah, I, I'm more than this. Like, you're going to see something from me at some point that I haven't quite got to yet. Wow, I'm having a bit of an existential crisis, per usual, for oh. one of your questions. 
I live my life backwards. I live my life, get through this thing that's giving you anxiety, and then when it's over, you'll finally be calm. Mm. To only discover... That there's another thing? Correct. Mm. And it's always like, no, no, I'll feel less stressed out after this. I think I've said that before. Um, anyway, so I don't really... I, I do feel like... Sometimes, I'm trying to think who listens to the podcast, and this is safe to say. Some, I've worked at the job I have for like a really long time, and mm-hmm. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. But when you work somewhere for a really long time and you can feel doing something creative like I do, okay, we're gonna change this event, we're gonna do this neat thing, but you're still kind of like in a box. And so sometimes I do think like, oh wow, I could probably spread my wings or do more, take on more responsibility, do something else, but. I'm in a really good situation with, especially with my child and how my life works. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I do think there could be more for me. But I mean, also, I made two podcasts, so there you go. I am living the dream to a certain degree. You are, and Apartment 4D has like an insane amount of Instagram followers. It's it like does. But this half is, of Instagram follows you. It, yeah. Well, no, but a lot <laughs> of them. But that's only because the show's very memeable. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily because they follow the podcast. Uh-huh. Ours is Don is not very memeable. No. So if they're following us, they're at here. least we know they're here for the podcast. Right. Yep. <laughs> um, so I think like yeah, probably, but I'm not a person who like wants. I'm pretty content. Mm. So we're, we're, I'm sure I might do something better someday. My greatest achievement really is my children. So they're the ones kind of doing more, and I gotta just like relax on the couch. What about you? Oh, definitely. You know, like. Oh yeah, why am I asking that? Never mind. <laughs> I definitely got that different thing I'm trying to get to, and hopefully yeah. I, I I get there before I run out of time. That's. Yeah, I mean, thing. I'm always trying to improve, like to clarify. Yeah, but I mean, like. But I'm not me, really like, striving real, for the sun. Like, yeah, yeah, I have real career aspirations with music. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. I don't. Yeah. The day job, I'm I'm fine where I am. I'm not trying to yeah. move up. Yeah. But with music, I would definitely, there's more I would love to do mm-hmm. with, with music. And socially, I just like being popular. The more people that there's I know and the more people that. I have friends, I think we the better. all, yeah, like being liked. Yeah. Lucas has too many friends, though, because he's trying to take a pic. I've talked about the emo show a lot. But I was trying to take a picture with my co-house, co-house, my co-host out and about. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this will be nice for the gram. Right. Oh, no. Everyone else had to come say hi, give him a high five, give him a hug. So my friends started taking pictures of me posing in front of Lucas hugging other people. I have a whole collection. Nice. I one. Okay, so now we'll talk about next week. Yep. Um, you sent me a text today. I did. I said, hey, do you know what you're going to do next week? And I was like, oh, snap. Today is, see, when we do it on Wednesday, it throws me off. That's I like your it fault. Thursday. It is, well, it's Layla's fault for graduating, but yeah. yeah. So. How dare she? I know, with her master's at that. She already graduated once before. Calm down, Layla. <laughs> um, so. I didn't know what I was going to do, and then I remembered what I was thinking last week, and I put a clue in my text. Mm-hmm. So do you know what song it is? I, can I guess? You can guess. It's from Born and Raised. It is from Born and Raised. I said that last week, though. It's whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. It is, because I sent you a whiskey glass emoji. You, but you have been talking about this song the entire podcast. Mm-hmm. It was only a matter of time before this one came up, right, so it's not surprising it at all. It doesn't make sense that I like it as much as I do. It is super catchy. It is, but we can't talk about that now. Okay. We have to talk about it next week. Okay. <laughs> so we'll talk about it then. Yeah. I, I do often find myself just walking around singing the, the whiskey, whiskey, whiskey part. I mean, it's just the three same words. It doesn't even make sense. Why am I singing that? But we're going to talk about it next week. Next so I, week. I hope you have a great week. Please go to Atmere Studies so you can answer questions in advance about whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. Not crazy about the name. Um, and give your feedback and 
favorite quotes. It's actually, nope, saving that for next week's podcast. And then also while you're on the gram, go ahead and give us some feedback on this episode. Yeah. Tell us the things you liked. Go ahead and, and jump in. We, we do like the post comments too as I well. I do, right? yeah. Where you can go and say, play. I agree with Lucas as per usual. That is not what she said. You know what? what? I'm such a bad organizer of the podcast because I'm supposed to be bringing those with me yeah. to be like, hey, we had a cute name for it. By we, I mean someone on Instagram. I'm going to work on that this week. You're doing a lot of heavy lifting here. I, I have two podcasts. Yeah, you're, 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 you're doing great. Thank you. Yeah. All okay. right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. Try not to tangle in the power lines. Goodbye.